What's going on, everyone? And welcome back to this week's installment of The Lake Show. Last week, I had my good buddy, Luke Papala on. I know we talked about some out-of-pocket shit, but I hope you guys got a good message out of the aspect of mental health that we talked about. Now, this week, I have my good friend from YSU that I met a couple years ago, Ryan Laird. I appreciate, I appreciate you coming on. I appreciate you having me. Absolutely. So I want you to talk about a little bit, what's it like being a student athlete here at YSU? Um, mostly I have good experiences. Um, there's the pros and the cons of it, of course. The cons being I'm majoring in software engineering right now. Okay. And I have uh, a lot of coursework. I'm currently in like Calc 3, discrete math at the same time. I imagine that's not easy. No, not at all. Yeah, it takes a lot of time. And especially like when you're on the road uh, mm -hmm. for track meets, like we had a track meet in New York, I think it was in January or February. And just like missing a couple days of class and getting the notes and trying to learn them yourself because you're not there to learn them. Yeah. It's kind of tough to balance it. Are professors, um, um, are professors like lenient when it comes to that sort of stuff? Yeah, yeah. Every professor I've had so far has been really lenient. Um, they'll uh, offer you extensions and stuff if you need them. Um, the only the only bad thing is is that you don't get to learn it the information from them. Mm -hmm. So I get the notes from my friends, and my friends will often explain them. But I'm sure I can go to like office hours and stuff. I haven't had to do that yet. But I would say that's the only bad thing is that you don't get to hear the information from them. But yeah, they're very lenient. They'll give you extensions, um, and they'll just give you extra time, whatever you really need, which yeah. is really nice. That is really nice. Um, what year are you in? I'm currently a sophomore going into my junior year. There you go. And what was your major again? Uh, software engineering. Okay. What did you want to, how did you decide on, you know, that being the field you want to go into? Because I know a lot of kids who immediately start off in college. I mean, like for me, I started off in the nursing program and now I'm in marketing. <laughs> so it took me, took me a little bit to find what I wanted to do, but what drove you to that? So what drove me to that is um, my brother is an engineer. He graduated from YSU as a chemical engineer. Mm -hmm. And um, I, only, I want to go to school for four years and I want to get a job that pays well. And typically that's uh, four-year degrees that pay well are engineering jobs. Mm -hmm. um, and given the fact my brother was a chemical engineer, I wanted to pick a, an engineering major. And I ended up going with software engineering because my dad does uh, some software engineering on uh, in his job. So you so. got some firsthand experience oh, dealing with that. Yeah, yeah, a little bit. So that's kind of what drove me to do it. And I started off wanting to do like cybersecurity actually. <clears throat> and um, when you uh, when you go into that, you have to start off with some programming classes and stuff. And instantly from the from the first programming class I took, I liked it a lot. And that's that's when I wanted to do software engineering from there on. But that's pretty cool. So you talk about like learning all these software programs. Do they teach you any? Have you recently been taught anything about artificial intelligence or anything like that? Um, Is that something you ever talk about in class? Yeah, we talk about it in class. Um, YSU actually offers an AI course. I have not taken it yet, and I'm going to take it in the future. YSU offers an AI course? Yeah, yeah, of course, learning about it and stuff. I'm sure you're, you're bringing this up because of chat GPT and of stuff course. like that. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, um, I, we ha I haven't taken any courses uh, with it yet and i don't know a whole lot about it but i know how to work chat gpt pretty well mm -hmm. and um as i'm sure half of ysu knows how to oh for sure <laughs> but yeah i plan on taking that course in the future I, I don't know a whole lot about it yet but um it's definitely really interesting and the power of it's crazy that is it is pretty crazy what what is your whole opinion on the you know advancement of 
AI technology and all that stuff right now. Are you talking about like in the school aspect or just in the world in general? I'd say the school aspect first. The school aspect, I think it's actually a great tool. Um, you know, a lot of people probably misuse it and there's a lot of people that use it to their benefit. So for programming and coding and stuff, you could actually ask it questions. If you have an issue, you get an error from your uh, from your command line. Um, you could ask ChatGPT the error and it will kind of guide you on how to fix it because a lot of coding is debugging. Mm-hmm. Figuring out the problems and stuff. Yeah. Um, so I think it's a great tool to actually use to ask questions and move along with. However, as I talked about, there are people misusing it. For instance, people are just selling it to write essays and copy and pasting them and doing stuff like that. Basically, I mean, I think that it's very cheesy, and I know professors all across the country are worried about it. But in my opinion, I think it's just kind of a good thing, just because you know professors aren't always available, so you can't all and. At least in my experience, I've had professors where it takes them two weeks to email me back about a certain question on homework that's due. Like, let's say I email them on a Thursday and it's due Sunday and not hear back till next Friday. I've been there too. <laughs> it's, you know, I feel like it's a good tool to use. Um, it, you know, can answer the questions for you right then and there and provide you the assistance it's needed. However, I would be, I would not lie to you saying that. AI in general, like in the real world is, I would say it's a little bit concerning, wouldn't you? I agree. Um, My computer science friends and I have talked about, um, we think it's going to be taking a lot of jobs uh, in the next few years. For instance, um, we were fooling around with it and it could actually like grade papers and do stuff like that. So we were talking about a situation where maybe for like middle school or high school teachers in the next few years, the courses will be maybe just videos of the material and stuff. And then the students have to complete assignments and then submit it to the AI and the AI will grade it. So kind of like a virtual online experience completely without teachers. But that was just one example of a job we think that could actually be taken over in the next maybe few years or 10, 20, 30 years. I mean, hell, if you told and people back in the 80s thought Terminator was so far-fetched i'm just saying it sounds awfully familiar to skynet in a way yeah it does it does but the power of this is crazy and um i think a lot of jobs over the next 10 20 years are going to be uh taken considering the fact of how powerful this thing is and it's been out for probably about six months now Mm -hmm. it's just scary honestly i think it's crazy though that i feel like this generation is going to be able to provide so many more jobs by using chat gpt and other artificial intelligence things like that because i think it'll give you like a good insight to you know marketing strategies business strategies i mean if you think about it you can type in any question really you want especially maybe even statistics on anything like who you want to appeal to if you're marketing a product or service like what are the odds that people would find this approach like more effective in a way so I think that, you know, obviously there's pros and cons to all of this shit, but I seriously think that it could benefit a lot of people in the long run. But then again, like you said, it there is a chance it will take other jobs away from a lot of people. 
I agree um, exactly with what you said there that as long as you're using it in the right way, you could actually be very successful with it. Mm-hmm. And I think it's going to spark a lot of careers and a lot of successful careers off of people that might not have came up with something before. For instance, uh, if you don't have an idea, GPT could provide you with an idea and you could base your company off of that. I've seen uh, videos on like TikTok of people saying they have zero dollars and they want to make money mm-hmm. and they start like a drop shipping method or something, mm-hmm. stuff like that. It could uh, provide you with a lot of like details on how to become successful actually i agree so we're going to cycle back to your track runner okay what um what events do you run so mainly i just do the 400 and the 200 um but i've i've done like the four by one at conference um and i could do any sprint event basically anything below 400 i could do without hurdles without hurdles without hurdles i do not hurdle you ever try hurdle no never tried hurdles um, I only ran track my senior year of high school. Oh, really? Yeah. So I like fundamentally, I've lacked on a lot of things. Um, so I, really, you haven't been doing it that long? Not long at all. I've done it more in college than I have in high school. Um, so my senior year, I was going to uh, I was I was going to play either baseball or track in the spring. Um, and I was deciding, and I had a few friends that convinced me to do track. And originally, I was going to do high jump or long jump. And I have some back issues, so I couldn't bend my back over the bar for high jump. Mm-hmm. And long jump, I couldn't time up the board well in uh, the first practice. So after that, I just did sprint events, and it ended up going well. And that's when I kind of got on the YSU, and I walked on. And uh, I'm now in my second year of doing it, and it's just been nothing but great experiences so far. That's good. How many pla- how many different places have you traveled to to run? Um, so within the last few years, we've kind of stuck locally actually, but, um, some of our further, uh, travels include like North Carolina. We went to NC state Raleigh. Okay. Um, we went to New York. Um, and I'm trying to think, uh, if I I remember correctly, you went to the university of Miami. Uh, yeah, that I didn't go, um, cause my time couldn't get me into it, but oh, damn. yeah, last year we had a few people or no, last year the team didn't go as a whole this year. Uh, the high jumpers and long jumpers went. So, and some pole vaulters too. That has to be such a crazy experience. Oh, I can only imagine. Uh, the weather I heard was mid eighties and it was just really nice out and everyone had a, had a good time there. I mean, hell, last time I did anything athletic in Florida was back in high school when I attended the university of Miami football camps, hundred degree heat, hundred percent humidity, no clouds, nothing. It was straight heat and it was fucking murder i can only imagine um i have a friend from high school that plays division one soccer down in florida and we're talking to him all the time and he tells us it's like 90 90 degrees to 100 degrees all the time when they're practicing typically they practice at like seven eight in the morning but they'll have some sort of conditioning outside or something hours later and they're just it's sweltering heat and they're dying in it yeah i i feel that would be that'd be one tough thing to do Mm -hmm. i cannot imagine i mean the heat alone i mean heat stroke it's no joke. It really is. We've been outside all week uh, for practice. It's just been like mid 70s and 80s, and we're on the turf, so it makes it feel even warmer than normal. Oh God! And it's it's been rough outside all week. Oh, no kidding. I mean, this is the first time I've worn shorts in six months. <laughs> Other than Florida for vacation, yeah, this is the only time like in six months I've been wearing shorts. But it kind of feels good because you know, in hot in Ohio, we get all four seasons in a week. Yep. I mean, I heard we're supposed to get snow this coming Tuesday. Please tell me you're lying. I'm not lying. Snow? Really? Snow. Yep. In fucking April. Yep. This, God, this is why I can't wait to 
move out of Ohio and never come back. I get that. That's one thing that makes track running difficult too. So indoors, obviously, when we're running indoor track, temperature is basically the same every time. Some places are a little colder than normal. Mm-hmm. Uh, but when you're outdoors, last outdoor season, we every single track meet we had was either 40 degrees, really windy, or raining. And sometimes it was all three of those. So it made competing really difficult because uh, my first year, which was last year, mm-hmm. my first year indoors, I, I had a lot of improvement and then i go to outdoor season and since we never had good weather or anything i never really improved a whole lot and we had one track meet uh last year on my birthday at ohio state and it was like 85 degrees no wind it was perfect out however i woke up like really sick that morning oh great and even with being sick I still got my personal best time and I, I think it was completely because like the weather was just super nice outside. Mm-hmm. Um, and this season we had so far I've competed in one track meet and the weather was like probably 55 degrees and mm-hmm. no wind. So it wasn't like warm, but it wasn't cold. And I feel it helped my performance a little bit. I was close to around my best time. And this weekend, as long as the weather holds, I, I think we could all as a team have a lot of personal best times and stuff, but weather really plays a big factor in it. And being around the area for track meets, it, you never know what you're going to get. One one weekend, it's going to be 80 degrees. Next weekend, it's going to be 30 degrees in rain. Yeah, so. that could be miserable. Mm-hmm. It's how, really tough. How have, you, have you placed nationally? Uh, I have not placed nationally. No. <laughs> I was wondering if we got the next like Usain Bolt over here. No, not not at all. You ever thought about you know competing at a higher level, possibly? Potentially, it just depends. Um, I, I still have a lot of improvement that I need to make here, and like given the fact I haven't really had a lot of experience yet, I'm not really sure yet. It just kind of depends. I just I need a lot of work for sure. How have you placed in conference? Conference, uh, off the top of my head, I couldn't tell you exact place, but I know I was around like fifth place or so. There you go. Um, right now, currently, I'm fourth in the conference for the 400. There you go. Um, and we got a pretty decent relay team right now. Uh, the, my relay team is me, Nate Lewins, Billy Delbaugh, and Trent Shutters. So mm-hmm. with us four, with the four by four relay, I think we're gonna we're gonna cause some damage this year. Hopefully, get first or second in the conference. Nice. Who's the toughest school you had to run against so far? Oh, I've I've ran against a bunch of schools. Um, a couple off the top of my head, bigger schools. I ran against like the University of Duke. Um, I've ran against Miami. University of Miami. Mm-hmm. I ran against Iowa. Iowa was one of the best schools with 400 runners. Really? Yes. Iowa of all places. Their four by four uh, team last year ran like a 302 or a 303, which is that's close to the fastest of all time. The fastest oh, wow. of all time, I'm pretty sure, is like it's, a, it's sub three, sub three minutes. Um, I think it's around like 258 or 259. But Iowa, Iowa was a 303, which is that's the most impressive thing I've ever seen in person. Wow. Yeah, and I've ran against schools like OSU as well, um, Michigan, Michigan State, uh, some of these bigger schools. But um, for track, typically the better schools are down south or out west, nicer mm-hmm. weather. They could train better. Uh, and a, lot, a lot of people, track athletes, are drawn to the south and the west, uh, the better ones, because of the training conditions and everything. So I, I haven't competed against a bunch of southern schools or schools out west, which typically those are the better ones. However, I have completed, competed against big-name schools for other sports like i've mentioned for like football schools or like basketball schools stuff like that yeah hey competition they still got good runners and it's still good competition penn state's another good one i don't i don't remember if i mentioned that one or not but their 400 runners are real good and we've ran there multiple times iron sharpens iron it does it does how do you balance the you know the whole academics with 
your track running? Uh, do you ever find yourself overwhelmed? Do you ever find yourself stressed? Like, what are some things that you personally have had to deal with knowing that you have all this on, on your plate right now? So the biggest thing is kind of uh, making a schedule for yourself. And I don't, I'm not one to really write things down or plan it out really. So I just, <laughs> I do it all in my head. And basically every time I, one big thing is I go to every class I can. Mm-hmm. Um, the only time I miss class is if I'm away for a track meet, I, I even go when I'm sick and everything. So every time I go to class, I kind of make a mental note of everything, like the assignments I have coming up what's due soon, what I need to be working on. For instance, I have three exams next week and none of them are finals. I have an exam in Calc 3 on Tuesday. I have an exam in Operating Systems on Wednesday and an exam on Thursday in Information Assurance. And I'm going to be, I leave tomorrow at 11 a.m. and I'm gone all weekend for a track meet. So it's just kind of creating, you need to realize how long things are gonna take. Mm-hmm. Uh, for instance, I need. I know I need to study for this Calc 3 exam. I probably need to study at least five or six hours at least. So after this, I'm going to just basically go home and just study the rest of the day. Um, so just kind of knowing your abilities, knowing where you're at and knowing how much it takes to prepare for like your exams or kind of the level of assignment you have going on. Mm -hmm. Um, I have a few uh, friends in my courses and we all talk about things. So (laughs) we know about how long things should take kind of and when we should start working on them and start studying for things. That's the biggest thing in my opinion is just kind of knowing the situation you're in and having things planned out. Do you have special advisors that help you out with your schedule making? Yeah, so... I feel like there are advice, like I wouldn't know mm -hmm. um, if there are specific advisors specifically gravitated towards like athletes and stuff like that to help them, you know, make the best possible schedule. You're talking about for scheduling courses, right? Yep. Okay, yeah. So we have um, a major advisor, as everyone has, and Mm -hmm. then we have an athletic advisor as well, Um, Taylor. She's really good. She helps out a lot. Um, For people scheduling courses, she knows a lot, and she, like I said, she helps. But uh, I went to tutoring the last few years, and my tutor, Vincent Hapola, shout out him. He helps out a lot. Um, He's about to graduate this spring, and... Um, when it came time to making my schedule, I just talked to him a lot because he's he's taken a lot of courses um, that I'm going to be taking coming up here. So I figured it'd be good to consult with him, um, and he helped me make my schedule and everything because he's taken these courses and he's uh, he's also helped me out in the courses I've been in before. So he knows around the level I'm at. So he recommended some things and told me some classes to stay away from as well. So when it came to scheduling, I uh, I talked to my tutor, and I also had to meet with my athletic advisor and major advisor, and both of them helped a lot as well. You have a lot on your plate, man. Damn. Yeah. That is a that's a lot. Yeah, yeah, it's a lot, but once you find a balance of it, it's it's not too bad to work with. Just sometimes you get overwhelmed. That's one of my few regrets. I mean, I told you before, I went to Geneva College and mm-hmm. I played football. The thing is about me is I wish I gave it more of a chance before I decided to transfer to YSU because, I mean, that first, the first month and a half was brutal. We would be up at 4 a.m. straight to breakfast, straight to meetings, and then we wouldn't get back to the dorms other than to like change for practice and stuff. We wouldn't get back to the dorms till like 11 at 10 30, 11 at night. And honestly, that was, it was daunting because we also like, obviously you have class. We had mandatory study hours, which honestly kind of sucked because it was only like an hour, like of study time. And obviously, and I took like five courses that semester. So that made it very, very fucking difficult to say the least. That's my, I would say that's my one regret I have is I wish I gave it more of a chance. Obviously, I proved to myself that I was able to be able to do something at the next level, but 
I knew at the end of the day, you know, it's D, it was D3 football. I'm not going to the NFL. Like, that's why I mainly made the transition to YSU, come back home and get my studies right because, you know, that's what was important to me. Have you ever had a moment where, you know, maybe you doubted yourself, like, doing a sport in, in college? You know, being able to balance your friends, being able to balance school, and obviously running track. Yeah, I've had that moment before. Um, the toughest thing is you see all your friends going out, hanging out with people and stuff. Mm-hmm. And on the weekends, um, then you're sitting there studying. Uh, yeah. Or you're away like every weekend and you want to be with your family or you want to be with your friends and you're away all the time. So it's it's kind of hard sometimes. But again, it's still figuring out the balance and stuff. And the more productive you are with your schoolwork, the more kind of time it frees up where you can go do things like shoot hoops at the rack or like do something fun mm-hmm. i mean um, hell we saw each other at buffalo wild wings last night yeah, exactly exactly <laughs> and i've been uh grinding school work all week i've typed a few papers out and i've been studying and um since i did that i was actually able to go to vw3s yesterday and if i didn't if i wasn't as productive i would have been at home doing school work all night yesterday so that's the thing is just kind of like i said knowing your situation and if you get your work done in advance you kind of free up times and it helps make it a little less difficult um but back to what you said about the study table hours, we have those as well. Are they man? Are they mandatory? They're mandatory, but I think it's I don't know the exact requirement. I've never actually had to do them. So it's I think if your GPA, you have to have above a three like six GPA, and you mm-hmm. don't have to do them at all. You're, oh wow! You're excused from them. So I've I've been excused from them ever since I've been here, which has been nice. But um, back to what you said about your schedule with football football and basketball and i'm pretty sure baseball as well but i know football and basketball they have a really rigorous schedule when it comes to practices and mm-hmm. lifting and film sessions and stuff so for track um i imagine it's a little bit different it's a lot different because obviously you're training as hard as you can to get better and your body needs a rest football is one of those things where you could always be practicing defenses or you could be you could always be learning where track you could sit there and retain information however your body needs to feel in tip-top shape all the time so mm-hmm. we we have practices either at 12 30 or 3 30 each day um, you could pick either one whatever works for your school schedule and then on uh, mondays and wednesdays while we're in season we have uh, one hour lift so typically we're practicing about a I'd say about two and a half hours a day so it's not terrible uh and also we don't have to wake up as early as you were talking about like the 4 a.m or 5 a.m mm-hmm. um like like a lot of the football or basketball players have to do which is really tough i know i don't know if you ever had to do that football camp uh i think it's about end of summer maybe around august i've heard uh, my friend plays football for baldwin wallace mm-hmm. he was telling me about it and it's just like two weeks of everything all day yep you eat breakfast as a team you go to a film session after that Mm -hmm. then you do some like conditioning then you guys eat lunch then you then you do uh skilled practice after that eat dinner and then you guys do something other so it's just two weeks straight of that basically Mm -hmm. it was i wouldn't even consider it two a days at that point i I consider it just all day it's just all day all day every fucking day for two weeks and especially the thing about geneva is they had they just put in new turf Mm-hmm. And it's like that new high quality turf. Well, let me tell you, it was fucking hot. I can only imagine. Especially, you know, all padded up and everything. Mm-hmm. The best time of the day was in the mornings for practice. We didn't, all we wore were our helmets, but, you know, everyone else is in shorts and a fucking cut off. Like yep. it felt great because in the morning, obviously, you get that cool breeze. Sun was still out, but at least um, 
you didn't have that overbearing 100 degree heat yeah. i mean it felt it honestly felt like back in florida when you're all padded up and you're on that fucking turf i could only imagine all the equipment makes it a lot worse too and all the physical uh physical stuff you guys are doing makes it makes it tough too but yeah with track that's one thing i'm thankful for is the the schedules for practice and lifting and stuff it's honestly really nice mm-hmm. uh that's one thing i i found to be uh catered toward us as the scheduling it with if it was if we had a tougher schedule i think things would be a lot uh, more difficult on us but they make it so that it's very manageable like obviously they want you to you know you're representing the school so obviously they want you to you know perform at your highest ability so i think relatively they do I'm obviously from what you're telling me, they do a great job at making that balanced schedule out for all of you guys. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. They don't have us waking up at four o'clock in the morning, um, <laughs> doing some crazy stuff because as you know, sleep helps your body recover. True. So if they were having us practice at like five in the morning, um, I'm sure a lot of us wouldn't be feeling too great all the time. I need to get one of the football players on here one day and just talk about that. I want to know how their process is. I can only imagine it's, I, I've heard some stories and I, I've heard it's pretty rough. Well, I mean, that's what we signed up for. Yeah, it's signed up for, for sure. And they have the passion for it. So I'm sure they don't really mind. Sometimes it probably gets tough on them. But yeah, I would say like after that off season where obviously I know typically that you would have maybe a couple weeks break before like one or two, three weeks of a break before you were to come back and, you know, dive right into it. Obviously, I feel like that when you come back to just you know, waking up early and, you know, grinding like a hundred percent every fucking day for hours on end. I feel like at more at the beginning, I feel like it's tougher. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's definitely tough at the beginning. Um, and the nice thing about track is once we, we finish up the first week of May and once we finish up, we get about two months off. That has um, to feel good. Yeah. Yeah, it does. But I don't know. I, I find trouble. Uh, I find it tough to kind of sit around a little bit. So typically I'll start lifting about after a week, but I'll, I'll take like a month or month and a half off from running usually though. Going on vacation this uh, summer? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Probably going on vacation, but that's the thing. Like, like I said, I just find it tough sitting around. So once, once track ends I, I usually start back up lifting like right away i feel it i mean stay moving. i hate sitting around can't stay doing it. nothing it's so boring especially in summer it's oh. even worse oh absolutely it's absolutely horrible yeah but i want to finish off by asking you what are what's some advice that you would give you know up and coming you know student athletes who maybe want to participate um in athletics at the next level What's some advice you would give them? Athletically? Mm-hmm. What, what sport? Just, just Any the, sport in general or academically or athletically, either way. So athletically, um, I recommend keeping a good diet um, and staying hydrated as well. Uh, one thing I found to help is I drink usually like a Gatorade or a Powerade after every workout for electrolytes. Um, drink a lot of water as well just to make sure your body's staying in good shape because um, last, my, fr- my freshman year season, I didn't, uh, I didn't drink a lot of Gatorade or electrolytes, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And I noticed m- I kind of didn't feel as good every time I'd run. So just stuff like that, uh, making sure your physical health is there. And then when it comes to the school part of it, creating that balanced schedule, knowing the work you have in front of you and knowing how to complete it. Um, knowing the time it's going to take and making sure if you are having trouble, get help. Like for instance, like I said, I went to, I've been in tutoring the last few years for, um, some coding courses and it definitely really helps. At first I was kind of, uh, stubborn about it. One of my friends told me to go to it and I was just like, I, I'm not going to tutoring. Who goes to tutoring? Mm-hmm. And I ended up, uh, actually going to tutoring and I, I learned more in tutoring almost than I did in some of my courses. 
Um, so I recommend if you're if you're having trouble in courses to go to tutoring because it's free throughout through the school. So a lot of schools are like that as well, colleges. So mm-hmm. if you uh, if you're if you're trying to balance it uh, with school and stuff, make sure you just get some help if you need it because there's nothing wrong with doing that. Mm-hmm. A lot of times it benefits you more than it hurts you. So and I would say to finish off here, if you're going to do something, do it a hundred percent. For sure. For sure. You can't be filling all your classes or you can't be running slow times if you're running track. Absolutely. You have to, you have to be competing uh, in both school and track at your best. So, Right on, Ryan. I appreciate you coming on today. Yeah, I appreciate you having me on. Absolutely. And that's going to do it for this week on The Lake Show. I'm your host, Dominic Laco. God bless.